My name is Frank Cho, and you're listening to Something Super Podcast. Right, guys, welcome back to our first ever episode of Something Super Podcast, kind of live. This is the first time you get to see Mark and I uh, record in person, so this is going to be posted to YouTube. We are excited for this, so we're also going to have the just the audio for those of you that listen, uh, and then for those of you that like to watch it, we are going to be on YouTube from now on, uh, you know, for special episodes, and we're going to be doing different things, uh, having some guests on and, and things of that nature. So, guys, thank you so much for being here with us and on this next step in our journey. So, Mark and I wanted to cover Obi-Wan, the finale. Actually, the last two episodes, technically five and six. So, let's start them off. What did you think? I really, really enjoyed it. Like, I really did. Um, for me personally, I mean, I got nitpicks, but overall sure. it's the best finale that we've gotten between the Mandalorians and Boba Fett between like the Star Wars shows. Absolutely. hundred percent. The best finale that we've gotten. Uh, obviously, I mean, I just loved it. The way that Disney is handling Darth Vader. I said it once and I'll keep saying it. Oh, like, yeah. they're, 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 they're absolutely doing justice to the character. There's a lot of characters, in between Marvel and other uh, productions that they've kind of trashed. I'll be sure. honest. They yeah. absolutely trashed. But like from Rogue One to now in uh, Obi-Wan to... I feel Didn't he pop up in another show? I don't think so. I could be wrong, but... But either way, like the way that they're handling him is just perfect. I mean... Oh, absolutely. Like, they're not shying away from, like, being comic accurate with how strong he really is. Or like, how fucking just, like, brutal and ruthless he is. Like, I, I know we said that in the, the last episode about Obi-Wan, but god damn it. Like, this dude came out of the gate breaking necks, cashing checks. Like, that's something that I personally loved about him. I also think a huge part of it for me was the Hayden Christensen, like, when they broke the, the mask away in the last episode like you saw his face you knew it was him obviously he looks a little decrepit and, and burnt up and such but fuck me if that wasn't awesome like i loved it i love the concept of it how they keep it accurate to the storyline because uh, we haven't had that before you know we had an older vader in the the later series so i love this uh i like the little backstory with leia i think it was a little bit drawn out, honestly, but I love the Reva redemption arc. That was something I know we had talked about in the last episode. It was like, is she yep. going to, you know, go the distance or is she going to, like, you know, fall back on her, you know, Jedi roots? And I really liked the fact that she didn't follow through with killing Luke. Yeah, I mean, it's a perfect transition that you brought up the Obi-Wan and Vader fight at the end because it's time for Mark's nitpicks. <laughs> uh, the first thing was the camera cutting. Like, you have... Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor, who literally trained forever for hours on end for Revenge of the Sith. Like, we know that they both can handle a saber or whatever, a sword, a lightsaber, whatever you want to call it, a stick, whatever it is. So the fact that they did all those jump cuts in, like, the first, like, minute or two, but like, around the surroundings, it kind of threw me out of the action and but it all came back down to especially like you said with Reva not killing Luke like there wasn't any stakes for me I don't know about you but no, no like you know Luke lives you know Uncle Owen lives you know Vader lives you know Obi-Wan lives the only person that was really questionable was Reva yep and I mean 
I liked the emotional moment that she had with Obi-Wan after, like, she gives Luke back. But I felt so much more emotion when Obi-Wan was talking to Anakin as a baby. Oh, God, yes. Like, like, when they were having that conversation, like, he even calls him, like, his master. Like, I know it's ironically, but he even says, like, you'll never win my master, or whatever he says. Like, you'll yeah. never defeat me. And I don't know if you picked up on this, but when he does break the helmet... Whenever it's, like, a lighter tone of the conversation, you only really hear Anakin's voice. Yeah. But then you slowly start hearing Vader's voice take over. Yeah. And the only other nitpick that I really had was him throwing out the line, like, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. I was like, that was literally the same thing he says to Ahsoka in Rebels, like, almost to the T. Like, it's a great line. Yeah. But, like, don't keep reusing it. Like, I get the hello there. I was so yeah, happy I, at that, the end. I like that. That was funny. Hello there. Like, that was my terrible Ewan McGregor impression. That <laughs> wasn't terrible. It could have been worse. But, I I mean, I was not expecting this series to follow Leia at all. No, I, I was taken aback by that. But I also, I don't think she's gotten the screen time. You know, we followed Luke. Right. Through, you know, episodes four, five, and six. Like, that was his, you know, raise, you know, uh, raising up coming of, of age style movie for him but like leia really never got her due diligence and i love the fact that they gave us a little bit of background on leia i love the the actress that they had i don't know her name I, i'm not even going to act like i begin to know who the hell she is but she's in a ton of stuff she's great now, she would be like 110 percent approved by carrie fisher like i give yeah. it to her like she played it phenomenally the outfits were on. I mean, I know that's more like the costume department, but goddamn, like she looked the part and she played the part and she was like kind of cocky yeah. and a little smart ass. Like, I, and I, I was cool about that. And like, that's very Leia. That's who she is. Um, you know, and I think that she played it out well. Like it fleshed out into a great young Leia. So yeah. I'm cool with it. I know there was like a lot of like back and forth, like, oh, you know, do we need to really follow Leia? Is this, you know, canon to the story, whatever? It's canon now. And I'm cool with that. Uh, however, they decided to break it down. I love the fact they brought back all the original actors and actresses that were like the parents and Uncle Owen and like Beryl, Liam like, Neeson. Yeah, like all oh, Liam Neeson. That was the fucking greatest ending. Coming Holy back as Qui-Gon. Shit, I like goddamn shit my pants. It was fucking awesome, and I was a little concerned that they were gonna like use Liam Neeson from the fucking you know Phantom Menace. The, yeah, like the, the trilogy like series. Yeah, like reshot, like a reshot or. They were going to, like, do it from the back, but, like, with his voice or someone that sounds like Liam Neeson that, you know, you don't actually see his face. I'm so fucking happy they brought him himself back. Like, that blew it out of the water. Yeah, so he actually was doing an interview, and he even said, he's like, I wouldn't have felt right letting somebody else play Qui-Gon. Sure. In respect to George Lucas and the universe that he created. I, I could not agree more. And, like, that's what drew him to come back, and that's that's what I love about some actors. Like... They just won't let somebody else, like, pick up the mantle. Like, he, it's been, what, 20 years, I think? Since, oh, my God, some, yeah. Somewhere Early, in that range, 15. The early, the early 2000s, yeah. 15, 20 years since he's played that role. And, like, he's still, like, yeah, he I can... guarantee at the phone rang once. He's, like, he, they didn't even say anything. He was just, like, all right, I'll be there. Yeah. Like, and, again, he could have easily just said, yeah, like, cast someone else, cast a, like, a different guy. There's that, you know, don't show the face. I don't care. You know, fucking fake deep fake it like they did with luke in the fucking mandalorian like right that you could, kind of had to because sure. i mean mark, mark hamill has aged I, and gained a little bit i still will argue the fact that sebastian stan could have played 
a solid Luke Skywalker. I'm not going to argue that. So, you know, I mean, again, they, they would have still had to do a little bit of Hollywood magic, but that would have been a solid option. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love the fact that they, they really fucking dug deep. They brought back all of the original characters that they could. They really fucking killed it. And I'm so excited for the Ahsoka series strictly for that reason that we're looking for Hayden Christensen again. We're going to be looking for, you know, all of these characters, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi to make these appearances in via flashback or via like actual live action scenes where they're like clone war era fucking fights like fuck yes give me that shit i want to see those three break like, i hate to say it, i want to see those three break up i want to see the fucking band break up <laughs> and how they they follow each other you know for the the 10 years that they disappear and like where they've gone that's they gave us that here with obi-wan where's where was he for 10 years right now they're gonna hopefully give us that with the ahsoka series and then I'd even be cool with seeing a Vader series. Like, what did you do for 10 years? You just hunted fucking Obi-Wan and you, you were after Ahsoka as well? Like, fuck yeah, give me that shit. So, there's a couple of things that I would like to see them do. Number one is give us more Reva. She did phenomenal in the part. It was, she killed it. She knocked it out of the park. But she only gave you this much. Sure. So, you have Order 66 till Obi-Wan. And then you have End of Obi-Wan until whenever the hell you want. Yeah. Like, I mean, you got what, like, six, six years, eight years, something like that until something like that. But it or, or even something that I was talking about earlier with a co-worker that would be cool is, you know, how Disney Plus has, I think it's called like Avengers Assembled. Yeah. Like where each like episode, each. Ep, uh, no, the one where each episode is like a different character. The character yeah. They, but they and, do like a, a deep dive uh, into that yeah, character. Yeah. I think it'd be cool that you don't necessarily got to do like a deep dive, but maybe create it. What I would do right here. My idea. I would create a show called Order 66. Okay. Each episode is a different Jedi that survived. Because now we know there's like 40, 100, 150. There's a ton yeah. of Jedi. It's not it's just hiding. Yeah, it's not just Obi-Wan and Yoda out there like just yeah pretending. Like there's a lot of them out there. So you have each episode be a different uh, Jedi who survived I, the Order 66 or died in 60, Order 66. Yeah. Like I forget who it was, but there's literally a Jedi that slept through it. That's how he survived Order 66 was he was asleep. Like <laughs> That's, I mean, and that would be fucking, I would love to see that shit because they're A, building more Star Wars universe, which is cool. They're going to fucking make money on it. I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it. Everyone's going to fucking watch yep. it. We all like Star Wars. That's why we're here. That's why we watch this series. Hell, that's why we fucking bled through the last three fucking movies they made. I'm, I'm down for it. If they wanted to fucking do that, that would be cool as shit. Yep. Or give me, like, a they did, like, Boba Fett under the helmet. Yeah. Give me, like, a Darth Vader under the helmet. Give me a little bit more. Like, I've seen interviews with uh, Hayden Christensen where he's, you know, they're like, oh, you know, what did you think about him, you know, hiding Luke on Tatooine? And he's like, that's actually really smart because Vader would never go there. Right. And, like, he's thinking as Darth Vader. Yeah. And, like, that's so fucking cool. Give me that kind of shit. Like, the behind-the-scenes type stuff where, like, it, it's more like Q&A with those types of characters, like, learning a little bit more about them as a person. Right. I mean, we know who vader is but i want to learn you know, give me a, a more in-depth look at him i'm sure there's layers to his evil oh absolutely i mean you see it here i mean you have him in rebels where he's just gone like yeah. he doesn't really talk to ahsoka like he did to obi-wan like sure like he was actually having conversations not just taunting the whole time he's taunting most of the time but he was actually having conversations with ahsoka it was kind of just oh i killed anakin and then right into the fight yeah so, like, and then you have A New Hope through, um, what you call it? Not Empire. Uh, New Hope, Empire, Return of Jedi. Okay. 
And right there, I mean, he's the strongest person in the universe. Yeah. And then you have here where he's still probably the strongest person in the universe, but he's still clouded by those emotions he had as a Jedi Mm -hmm. that are blinding him to fully becoming Darth Vader Vader until the very end. And that was something that I really liked. Uh, I liked that they brought back Ian McDermott briefly as Darth Sidious. Yeah, dude, even though it was brief, but fucking hell, like I was... That was another person besides uh, Obi Wan. Sorry, not Liam Qui- Yeah, Qui Gon Jinn and Liam Neeson. Like, I was so fucking excited when I saw that. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, they really went all out. Like, yeah. they just fucking. And that's that's what we need from these types of series. And, and let us know if you agree. That kind of shit really fucking opens the world up. Like, they're not fucking around. The, Star Wars does it right. They're not recasting. They're not shooting the shit. Like, oh, you know, we can just. Like, they're retconning the, the last three fucking movies, and they're just killing it. Oh, absolutely. The last thing that I can really note on that I really like, there's two things. Number one was the fight with Reva and Vader. Okay. And I like that Vader never even drew his lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He took hers. He took hers. Snapped it in half. Broke it apart. Gave her the other half. And then just murked her. Oh, Absolutely. And the second thing, and I don't know if you caught this, but there was a mirror moment with Leia and Anakin. Did you catch it? There was in one what, line. In the fifth or in the, the sixth? In the sixth episode. Okay. In the finale. There was one line. I, I'm going to be honest with you. It was very catch subtle. It. If you say it, I might recognize it. But again, it's not something I was like actively... Do you remember what Anakin says to his mother before he goes with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan? What the last line he says? Mm-mm. Will I ever see you again? Okay. And when Obi-Wan said goodbye to Leia, she looked at him and went, will I ever see you again? Which is an awesome callback. I, you know, and that's one of those callbacks. And it's a subtle one. Yeah. Like, it's so subtle that you don't even really catch it. Exactly. And well, like you said, you didn't, you know, they had, like, the exact line that Anakin gave before, where, you know, you didn't kill me, Anakin. Yeah. Like, you didn't kill Anakin, I did. Like, okay, we get it. But, like, that's just, like you said, it's very subtle. And it's one of those important lines, too. Right. Like that that is an extremely important line because it was to my knowledge she doesn't. Yeah. She only sends them the video. Yep. Yeah, and that's it helped me Obi-Wan Kenobi are my only hope. Like that's right. the and it, it's an interesting like I was reading stuff online. It says it makes a lot of sense as to why she named her son Ben. Right. Cuz like Ben Kenobi, you know, exactly. who's this guy that saved my life. And like I think looking back, I, I mean, obviously it's a six episode series, so it's not like we sat here for, you know, days on end watching this, but I think I could watch it again, probably pick out a couple little things here and there that I didn't notice the first go around and just fall in love with it again. Yeah. No, this definitely has a rewatchable element to it that there's some others that really don't like for me, like Book of Boba Fett was good, but like... I was just going to say that. (laughs) Like you could watch the first three episodes and then just be done watching it. That's that's, really it. Then it turns into the Mandalorian. I think they killed it because of that. And it's... Right. And not in a good way killed it. Like, they no. really shit on that series that could have been so much cooler if they had just... I mean, we, we know the Bad Batch survived. They could have fucking had a run-in with the Bad Batch. They could do a fucking Bad Batch live-action series. It's just tough because, like, they are all technically one character. Right. So, you know... They're just variants of Well, and that's what, what was funny when you said, like, you wanted to do, like, a, a behind-the-scenes type thing. I was like, well, they could just bring him in and he could just do every single fucking clone trip <laughs> for 13 episodes. <laughs> They just literally they come in for the bad batch. Literally, he's like they just give him the script. All right, just 
go. But this is a hundred pages. Yeah. Well, uh, we're doing a table read. Yeah, for we're one doing person. <laughs> doing a table read. There's two of you. What do you mean? Well, it's just a Jedi talking to the Bad Batch. Yeah. For an entire episode, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna do one of those like locked in one room. This is an animation. It doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. I and mean, then, he would he does really well though, and I, I give him credit for coming back and being as good as he is. Even coming back in Obi Wan, he was the clone trooper, the homeless clone yep. trooper. I liked that. I loved the fact that again they're just keeping things canon, and yep. that is what is most important here. Uh, you know, for me, and I'm sure for most of us that are watching these shows, like continuity is huge. Continuity Absolutely. is fucking important. So when we get into this Ahsoka series. I'm very much expecting to see two-thirds of this cast. Right. If not more. Like, give me that. You know, again, we're focusing on Ahsoka, but give me two-thirds of that cast where you're going to have your, your Obi-Wan, you're going to have your fucking, your Anakin. And I'll tell you what, man, they all look fucking great. They do. They really fucking do. Liam Neeson, you can tell he's a little older, but, like, he was a Force ghost, so they could fucking play that off. Same right. with Palpatine. Like, you, you can play off the age, but fucking hell. They all look awesome, and that really plays into, like, me believing that this happened 20 years ago. Yeah. And for, so one thing that was my favorite detail that I noticed is when Obi-Wan breaks the helmet, he does have the Sith eyes. Yeah, the yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love that. And now one thing that it's kind of a plot hole now that they kind of created so when Obi, so when Ben Kenobi first shows Luke at the lightsaber, he's like, wow, I've never seen one of these. I've only ever heard about it. But now he just got chased by Reva as a 10-year-old, holding a, wielding a lightsaber. Now, <laughs> he may not have looked back, yeah, so but... He, he, he might be traumatized by that and just kind of like blocking it out in his mind. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've all had that drunken night. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But... Like, oh, you know, remember that one time that you... It took a pee in your friend's grandparents' foyer? No. Remember that time yeah, I got, you got convinced to uh, put a football helmet on and let us chuck bottles at your head? Exactly. Nobody, <laughs> nobody remembers those things, right? The, the only video evidence. So, yeah. but, so you know, it, it is what it is, things like that. So I, I very much think that he might have blocked that out or, like, he didn't know what the fuck a lightsaber was. It was just right. like a giant glowing stick. It was a giant womp rat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I did like the fact that he brought the the toy to Luke, and he is actually using that in the fucking uh, first Star Wars movie that we ever see. Like he yeah, is he's utilizing. playing with it. And that that kind of shit like really pulls at my fucking heartstrings. I'm like, God damn it, you guys kept it so fucking tight. I love right. it. Uh, what did you think about Obi-Wan just going straight God mode? It makes me kind of think he was holding back in the prequels <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think he might have been but also at the same time this is ten, what 10 years past or 10 years later well no, you know. no no yeah this is 10 years later so he might have been technically stronger like he could have done what luke did and like meditated and done his thing but i know in the beginning of the the series he was kind of rusty i mean we're not going to play like he almost didn't catch leia i took it as he cut himself off from the force he might have and he might have just like focused on him and doing his own thing which is cool but that's what i mean though so ready he cut himself off from the force so literally he's at the point now where he's going god mode just hurling boulders while advancing on vader yeah. and just straight up marking darth vader but it took him forever to beat grievous I, so <laughs> i'm not saying that it's it's right i'm just saying these are things that might have happened and like, I, I also think that uh, so again, emotion plays a lot into these characters. So Anakin was fueled by rage, which I think sort of dampened his abilities at the time. And Obi-Wan was like fueled by wanting to hope, like the hope in An bringing Anakin back. So like right. 
that was his motivation. And I think that really played into that whole fight. It was like, no, I'm going to fucking fix you, motherfucker. And he obviously didn't. But, right. you know, that, I think that was his whole, like, I'm going to fucking do this shit whether you want me to or not. And here comes your ass kicking, you little motherfucker. Let me tell you what, though. During that fight, Hubie won when he's pounding away at that chess piece. Man, was he hitting the... Man, was he button smashing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just over and over, just straight to the chest. And, I mean... I just can't get over the actual choreography of that fight. Like, dude, it was it was good. Cause like you haven't really gotten to see Vader really move. Like, like you got a little bit in the hallway scene of Rogue One, but yeah. other than that, other than animation, like you really didn't see, haven't seen Vader move like Anakin. Yeah, and it's really nice that like you're seeing that. And it again, it just goes back to how just strong he is. Like, homie's moving himself, ripping the ground out from underneath Anakin. All while like twirling a lightsaber around, and he's doing all that by moving it with his mind. Yep. Like. Yep. Yeah, that, I mean, again, both of those characters are like wildly strong. So, I think that was huge. I get the choreography in this ousted all three of the fucking sequel movies. Absolutely. Seven, eight, nine, like every fight in that movie was very basic. It was very bullshit. Like I, I we talked about this a million times. I fucking hated them. But this was like, I felt like it was that prequel, you know, middle ground Star Wars series. Absolutely. Fucking fight. Like, they were smashing each other. They were going at it. They were trying to hurt each other. Whereas, like, I feel like the, the sequel series, it was like, we're going to, yeah. all right, and we're backing off. And uh, and we're going to back off. No, I want fight. Yeah. I want Darth Maul to come back in the Ahsoka series and fucking fuck some shit up. That would be awesome. Because he is a part of her, like a big part of her. Yeah. So Absolutely. that would be super cool if they could get the the actor to come back and like actually fucking Ray Park. Oh, dude, <clears throat> he's still going around to comic cons and shit and just like blowing people's fucking minds. Oh, dude, it's ridiculous. Like, and I just love the fact that like literally he was only hired as like he was a stunt chore- guy, right? No, he was the choreographer. Okay, he was he was the one designing the fight, and they were like, "Why don't we just hire you?" And he was like, "All right, cool." Okay, yeah, like. I'll you want me to be in Star Wars? All right. Like, yeah, you have like, you only got like eight words, but yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, cool. I can do that. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to say a thing. You just have to perform. I got you. Yeah, I got it. We're good. Like, yeah, I, I'm cool with it. Like, I really think that there is a a different level to this version of Star Wars that we're getting from Disney. And I, I feel like it has to do with the directors and the producers and shit like that. So oh, Kevin Feige, hats off to Keep you. Keep that shit up. We want more. Dave Filoni hats off to you. Uh, Filoni, like Filoni has been smashing Star Wars. John Favreau. John Favreau. Killing Star Wars. Dude, all Dude, three I, of you, I applaud you. Yes, all absolutely. All three of you, just make sure you hear my uh, yeah. my idea. Yeah. And and John Favreau, I love you as a fucking, you, you have literally changed the movie scene. Like, oh, my favorite director ever. Yeah. So. Ridiculous. Like, just everything he's been in from friends to the replacements to now then he directs and stars in iron man and yeah, everything I mean, in between he's in and, i love you man i mean like, yeah, he, like and he always plays like a very particular type of character and i love it and like happy's obviously a little different but like oh my god dude he's so fucking good and he dude. he plays it so well and yeah he is he's definitely one of those people that is good on screen, off screen. Like no matter what he's doing with the fucking film, it is going to be good. I've, I don't right. think I've ever seen a bad show or movie that he's been in. Like I said, with the reins in their hands, 
Um, I'm never going to complain. Yeah, I'm very confident with the future of Star Wars and the yeah. future of Marvel and stuff like that. So, like, I keep going on with it, guys. We we are here for you. Um, I think that's really all I've got as far as the, the last two episodes. Yeah. Guys, don't forget, like, subscribe, and leave a comment of, you know, what did you guys think of the finale and how did you feel about certain scenes? What was your favorite scene? Let us know, dude. We're happy to... Absolutely. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, give us a heads up in the comments section. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Something Super Podcast, on Twitter at SSPodcast52, and we are streaming on all of your major streaming platforms. And now, thankfully, we're on YouTube. Something Super Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And we'll catch you guys next week. How was that? Boom. It died. It fucking died. Oh my god. Does the camera have audio? It does have audio. Okay. So we might be able to fucking pull the audio from that, which is fine. God damn it. You fucking piece of shit.